You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 The Champ. Trent Condon and myself with you until 1 o'clock. Jimmy B and TC 1 to 2. The Drive with Trent Condon and Wolfgang from 4 until 6. We'll get your lineup and what you guys have planned in your very first show today before we get out of here. Speaking of before we get out of here, we've got Dave Sinek and the Head Cheese coming up here in about 5 minutes or so. He's making his way to Lambeau Field for the Monday Nighters. C.J. Beathard and the San Francisco 49ers taking on Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Then we'll get Scott Docker in here from The Athletic to recap Iowa-Indiana, preview a little bit of Maryland and Iowa. Dylan Montz will follow him as we recap uh, the first half of the schedule, I guess, for Iowa State as they go into their bye week, but in particular, spend a lot of time talking about West Virginia uh, and that uh, terrific win uh, over the Mountaineers from this past week. Trent, we haven't uh, touched on the baseball. We should, after all. We're down to four teams in the Fall Classic. You and I are both card-carrying baseball fans and proud of it, and we renew that uh, membership each and every year because we look forward to the season. We talk a lot of, ba- a lot of baseball on the program. Uh, we haven't talked anything about the championship series. Which of the two... Uh, has caught your attention. I mean, they're both tied at one. Right. Have you enjoyed one more than the other so far? I think it's still Dodgers-Brewers for me, local angle, Dod- uh, a Milwaukee team I've watched a lot of this summer. And because of that, I still just think the Astros are so much better. I think they and, are too. And with Sale and the velocity down and now in the hospital and all those things, I don't think it's realistic where we're going to see Boston win that series. Red Sox needed to win last night, though, yes. to their credit. They did, but I right. agree with you. Where anything could happen in Dodgers Brewers. So that's the one for me. How about you? I'm mm-hmm. no, same way. I, I think that it's a foregone conclusion that the Astros are going to represent the American League. Um, look, I, the, the Red Sox, they got a lot of good parts. They really do. David Price was not great again last night. At least he didn't get credit for the loss. Right. I mean, for trying to find a silver lining, a just a colossal bust in the postseason. For whatever reason, because he's a better pitcher than that, he's just been unable to find the win column. Last year, last night, he, you know, his team helped him out a little bit, but they needed to win last night. They needed to send the series back to Houston, uh, get the split. And they were able to do that. But I think of, of the two series, Trent, you know, I don't know what it is, but I'm starting to think that this Dodger team might be a little bit, we might be on the way to a rematch, is where I'm going. I think we are heading that way. It does feel that way. Mm-hmm. And if we get to that, might take the Dodgers. Well, revenge on the mind. Yeah. It seems like everything's just rounding into form. Trent, it was a classic last year, too. Yes, yes. And if we get something like that, mm-hmm. sign me up. We're going to be a good shape. Springer in the postseason is unbelievable, isn't he? Yes. My good God. He's, he's unbelievable so, all the time. Yeah, he's just so clutch in the postseason. Uh, but um, I think we're probably, if we had to call our shots today, I will echo what Trent said, that we are headed for... Same old, same old, part two, Astros. And and how about this little nugget here? Last night, the Patriots home, the Red Sox are at home. Tonight, the Packers are home, the Brewers, well, they're not at home, but they're on the road. They're going to be playing tonight, so 
Uh, both of their fan bases had to make decisions last night what you're going to watch. You're going to watch the Sunday night football or game two of the ALCS. Tonight, same thing. You're going to watch Monday night football. You're going to watch game three of the NLCS. Dave Sinekin is the headcheese.com. He, cho- he opines on the Packers for us each and every week. Well, not next week. They get a bye next week, but it's Monday night football tonight, and you are headed to the shrine that is Lambeau Field. Dave Sinekin, how are you? I'm doing well, yeah. Good to be watching football and staring at my phone watching baseball at the same time. A little multitasking tonight. Yeah, now give us an idea breakdown-wise, Dave. Um, you're you're in the uh, the media business. Um, the city of Milwaukee tonight, if you were to, you know, if you were to, if it was a registered metered um, ratings city, and I'm not sure it is or it isn't, who, who will win the night in the city of Milwaukee, the Packers or the Brewers? Yeah, that that's a great question. I What comes to my mind instantly is, in light of the opponent, uh, a kind of broken-down mm. 49ers team, I think it's a Brewers town. I mean, Milwaukee, that's my hometown. It's a, it's a baseball town through and through, going back to the days of the Braves and Hank Aaron, Eddie Matthews. Um, so my guess is, you know, Packers playing the Niners, not much of a team. I think Milwaukee, uh, the Brewers own Milwaukee tonight. But if the Pack was playing the Vikes, and it was December. Well, I guess it couldn't be December. It might be a little more 50-50. Makes a lot of sense. Are you a Brewers fan yourself, Dave? I grew up a huge Brewer fan. I, baseball kind of lost me in the 90s with the labor issues, and I don't like the way the wealth is distributed. So I'm not as big a fan as I used to be, but I grew up living and dying every day with what the Brewers did. Speaking of living and dying, uh, what's this week been for like, for Mason Crosby? and? I don't think there's pressure on him, but 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 is there, Damien? He's been so good, and we saw Rodgers reach out to him at the end of that uh, game last week, the Lions game. We missed all of those kicks. I mean, this is two guys that have won a whole bunch of games together, and Mason Crosby's had a role in a lot of those games. Now, granted, Aaron Rodgers had a much bigger role, but how much pressure on the veteran from Colorado, Mason Crosby, tonight? You know, going into Sunday's game last week, Crosby was 10 for 11 so far this year. He had been just fine. Uh, we were a little worried heading into the season with a rookie punter serving as his holder with a new long snapper. How would that unit work? And it had been functioning just fine. And clearly the misses on Sunday were all on Crosby, at least from my naked eye. It seemed like spot and hold were just fine. Um, I'm not too concerned. I don't think they're too concerned. It feels like one of those days at the office. Uh, it hasn't been like he missed one one week missed to another he had been really good so look he's back home where he's Packers all-time leading scorer he's very comfortable you'd think he'd be comfortable inside Ford Field but I think everyone's kind of chalking it up to one of those days and the fact that he did kick a 43 yarder there in the final seconds to give him some happy thoughts I think will carry him over uh, to tonight I'll be surprised if we see any issues no I don't know I don't think it's supposed to be too windy it's going to be chilly upper 30s so weather might a factor, but as of right now, I don't think uh, Green Bay is too worried about Mason Crosby. It feels like a bad day at the office. Well, they are worried about Brian Bulaga, the former Hawkeye. Tell us uh, about the injury, and it's not the ACL knee that he had from a year ago. Sounds like it's the other knee for Bulaga. Yeah, exactly. He really played it down, though, uh, when he was interviewed over the weekend and said he's going to be just fine. Surely gave the Packers, uh, beat reporters, a scare when he wasn't out there at practice on Friday uh, he said it's just kind of wear and tear, maintenance. Look, as good as he is, guys, you know, both knees, the back, he's he's got a body that's a lot older than his yep. chronological years. So 
every week we kind of hold our breath. What scared us even further was when his backup, Jason Spriggs, replaced him and ended up getting carted off the field with an ankle injury. So there's real concern if, if Bulaga is not able to start and finish uh, what they're going to do at right tackle because really the offensive line has been, to me, the gold standard for this team through five games. It's the one unit that's played together virtually every game uh, with Byron Bell taking over at right guard. They've been very good. So uh, that's one unit we haven't had to worry about, but Bulaga's health is something we'll watch. You know, Dave, how about the uh, the impact former Hawkeyes could have on this game? You, we talked about Belaga. Yeah. Of course, uh, Mike Daniels is, is 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 still playing at a very high level, Josh Jackson. And then on the other side of the field, starting quarterback is C.J. Beathard. And George Kittle's having one of those, wow, where did this kid come from? Well, we knew, but the uh, the country didn't. Five Hawkeyes could have significant roles in this football game tonight. Yeah, that's a great point, and it's really interesting. And I'm sure uh, in your state, uh, I would think there'll be a lot of eyeballs watching the football game for that reason. That might not if it was a you know Brown Saints game or something like that. Uh, a lot of interest. It's it's really neat to see all those guys playing well. And Bethard has been really productive uh, in relief for Jimmy Garoppolo. If you look at the weapons he's throwing to, Kittle has been his most reliable weapon. Receivers can't stay healthy. Now Matt Breda is questionable tonight, so he's being productive without a real complement of NFL worthy players in my mind outside of his tight end, who's his obviously fellow Hawkeye. Yeah, it's, it's a really neat dynamic, and for, for our Iowa football fans, it's got to make tonight's game really uh, really fun to watch. Last thing for you, Dave Sinekin. Again, you can read Dave's blog and his prediction at theheadcheese.com. Uh, the NFC North from yesterday, did you learn anything about the North, Dave Sinekin? I think the slowed down that hype train on the Bears. Uh, Brock Osweiler to be pretty productive against it. It's still a to me, a year in transition for Chicago. Mm-hmm. I still think Minnesota's got to be the favorite to win the division. Green Bay is going to uh, play a lot better on the road when they uh, get back on the road following the bye and play four out of five against really good teams. They're going to have to steal a couple road games, or it's going to be, I think, tough for them to supplant the Vikings. Great stuff, Dave Sinekin. We will talk to you a week from Friday. The Packers are off this week. You can read Dave's blog at theheadcheese.com, theheadcheese.com. Thank you, Dave. Enjoy Lambo. Thanks, guys. Take it easy. Good to talk to you. Dave Sinekin, as we preview Monday Night Football again, if you can't be in front of your TV, we've got the game here every Monday night, Thursday night, Sunday night, all the way through the playoffs, 1,700 the champ. Back with the Hawks and the Clones, Scott Dockerman from The Athletic on Iowa, Dylan Montz from the Ames Tribune on Iowa State. Coming up next, Trent and I until 1 on the Ken Miller Show, 1,700 the champ. Your home for the UNI Panthers. Play-by-play coverage right here on 1700 The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun out in the sun. 
EasterSealsIA.org. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Hurry into Lowe's today for savings on everything you need to get started on fall projects, like overseeding and feeding your lawn. You'll find the lawn care products right for your area in stock at Lowe's, plus the know-how to help if you have any questions, like what to do now and what to do next. Plus, find savings to perk up your curb appeal with new mulch and fall plants. Whatever's on your to-do list, start now and save on what you need. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. From the Barrel, Des Moines Whiskey Festival kicks off this year and will be taking place at the River Center in downtown Des Moines, featuring two days of food, entertainment, cigars, great causes, and, of course, whiskey. Don't miss Des Moines Whiskey Festival happening November 2nd and 3rd. Tickets on sale now at dsmwhiskeyfest.com. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. 
The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 The Champ. Trent Condon take you, uh, myself and Trent Condon take you until 1. Jimmy B and TC, 1 until 2, and then 4 until 6, the drive with Trent and Wolfgang. Scott Dockerman covers Iowa for The Athletic. Uh, he joins us. Dylan Mons coming up here in about, oh, 10 minutes or so. How are you, Scott Dockerman? Hey, doing great, guys. How are you? Doing well. Um, so is Iowa. Is they're very much now back in this race. Michigan did the Hawkeyes and their fans a favor by knocking off Wisconsin. Uh, I'm not saying that it's wide open. And oh, by the way, the Penn State-Iowa game will kick off at 2.30. So you were right in your little back and forth with Morehouse last week. Uh, it is indeed an afternoon game, 2.30 on either ABC or ESPN. Uh, but this... Um, you know, but it's it, there. That's there's a chance, Doc. I guess we'll start there as far as Iowa getting back to Indianapolis after this weekend. Oh yeah, there's definitely a chance. I mean, the way this team has played has shown that it, there's definitely a chance. And I think um, Wisconsin. I wasn't overly impressed when they played Iowa. I thought they left and they were fortunate to leave Iowa City with a win. Certainly, the final score doesn't dictate what the game was like then. So. You know, getting rolled at Michigan the way they did, they still have to play at Penn State. They've got teams gunning for them. You know, I, I think Iowa's the better team. Now, they, they do not hold any kind of tiebreaker advantage with the, with the Badgers. Uh, but this is an ascending team, and they're showing that on all sides of the ball, they're capable of, of really doing some damage. I mean, offensively, you know, we saw it the other day with Nate Stanley, six touchdown passes. They lead the country in kickoff returns, and they don't have one for a touchdown, which shows that they've got a pretty dynamic playmaker back there. And then, you know, you've got a you know a front wall that has 20 sacks, that's third in the country, and in, in uh, what in total defense or third or fifth, and then they're third or fifth in rushing. I can't remember which one, but so they're a well-rounded team with a lot of talent. Yeah, I think they've got a, still got a pretty good shot at Indy now. It's looking that way. Of the Northwestern and Purdue squads out there, both those teams are going to have a lot to say. Who do you think has a better chance of those two of upending either Iowa or Wisconsin going forward? Wow, that's that's a great question because I think they're both pretty good. Um, I, I think Northwestern you know, has the playmaker at quarterback and a good defense that I think if you play punt ball with them, 
it could go either way. Now, that said, they don't have the dynamic running back that they did, uh, you know, with Justin Jackson graduating finally and, and uh, you know, um, the other one, Larkin, getting hurt. You know, and Purdue can beat Iowa in different ways. Uh, defensively, they can't match Iowa, and Iowa will score 35-plus points on Purdue. The question is, can Iowa keep up? So I would probably go Northwestern because I think their defense is better, certainly better than Purdue's, but – um, but that said, Rondell Moore, he, he's a mismatch for everybody in the league, not just Iowa. So I, I think they're, they may get into a shootout there at Purdue, you know, at the 1st of November. Uh, Doc, who other than, you know, I'm going away from the marquee names on defense, was there kind of a an unheralded guy maybe that caught your attention this past week? I mean, Geno Stone had a really good game. I guess that's what I'm looking for. Would um, – Kind of the role players. Did anybody really step up this past week in Bloomington and get your attention? Well, you, you just blew it for me there. I was going to say <laughs> Geno Stone. You know, um, yeah, he's uh, you know really he, his story is a lot like that of Amani Hooker. I mean, he grew up in Newcastle, Pennsylvania. You know, that's the same league that produced so many great NFL players, including Joe Montana. He was a dual threat guy in high school. He holds that conference record in, in total interceptions with 17 and single-season interceptions with 10, um, but was just kind of a step slow and it got overlooked by Penn State, by Michigan State, just was never the guy. And so finally Iowa swooped in really late, grabbed him, and now look at him. You know, he's had, uh, he's had extended action in four games. Uh, he has three interceptions, including the last two. So um, he, he's really a really good cover guy. He's got great ball skills. Um, you know, and Iowa, you know, and running that, what they call their cash defense, it's their five defensive backs. Um, you know, that's been, you know, the, the whole defense has really worked. And then uh, he's the key to it because if he, if he was a weak link, uh, these teams would exploit him, but they just can't because he's too good. Can I just add one more? How about Golston's game? I thought Golston showed some some real good things again. And we've seen it before out of him this season, but I thought he played particularly well against Indiana, Doc. He does. He's, he's, a, he's a good player. Uh, you know, he's a long, you know, he's going to be a really good two-year starter for Iowa or, or, you know, maybe it depends on, I guess, what happens with Anthony Nelson. But, you know, he's, uh, you know, he's got skills that remind me a lot of Christian Ballard, who is really athletic and versatile. And, um, you know, he's only a sophomore. So I think him and Epineza on that second unit, they don't lose anything when those two guys go in the game. So, uh, you know, he had a sack. He's had a couple of fumble recoveries this year. Um, so, you know, being able to go four deep at defensive end right now has just been not only a godsend for Iowa. I mean, they've been all been had some sort of impact in almost every game. Six years ago, we saw Desmond King with an injury take over the cornerback spot and never give it back for basically the final four seasons, uh, four parts of his season and career. Are we going to see the same thing with Julius Brents in your mind? Mm-hmm. It should, yeah. you know, well, you know, I mean, he's, the way he's going right now, I don't want to get too hyperbolic here, but, you know, he, he might be gone after three years like Josh Jackson, yeah. uh, you know, because he's got that length and great ball skills and, and can just defend guys like you wouldn't believe it at his age as a true freshman. Um, you know, 6'2", long, athletic. Um, you know, his interception in, in Minnesota, was it just showed you exactly what kind of athlete he is and, and how he's able to cover the receiver and go up and get the ball. I mean, you know, when Matt Hankins gets back and he's healthy, I you know, if if I'm Iowa, I put Matt Hankins on one side and Brent's on the other and don't look back. 
you know, bring Briley Moss in as your kind of nickel back or something. But um, they've got something special with those two and, and certainly with Julius Brent. Uh, let's look forward to this week, Doc. Maryland coming off a, a win over Rutgers, and everybody's going to come off a win over Rutgers if they play them at some point this year. Uh, their other win was against Minnesota, and Minnesota, I believe, was unbeaten when they went on the road and took on the Terps. The Texas win was a huge win to start the season, although I'm not sure that uh, you know that, that would happen again, although it's happened in back-to-back years. Uh, what, when you watch this Maryland team, should Iowa is this a potential not a trap game but a potential uh, a trip up opportunity? How much games at home? It's their only October home game this year. How much fear should there be, if any, uh, in this ma- Maryland matchup this Saturday? I think it's one of those games where if you're not prepared and if you're overconfident and uh, you don't execute, I mean, then I think you can lose this game. And Maryland has great athletes athletically in some cases they're better than Iowa you know probably at running back and and maybe on the perimeter but but that said I mean Iowa is the better team on the line of scrimmage on both sides and that's going to be the case almost every game from here on out Mm -hmm. Uh, so if Iowa does what it needs to do Iowa should win the way Michigan beat them you know what was it like 24 to 7 or something like that you know so I think Iowa is capable of, of commanding the game of, of battering them and, you know, and, and just making sure they tackle well. I mean, I'm, I'm anxious to see what the back seven does in space against their running backs because the last couple of weeks they haven't had to face anybody like that. Um, you know, last, the last, you know, they've had two really good running backs they've faced this year, Jonathan Taylor and David Montgomery. They did an excellent job on David Montgomery and, and a not great job against uh, Jonathan Taylor. So, uh, you know, how they handle Ty Johnson in space, I think will dictate the outcome of this game or at least the uh, dictate the point differential. But, I, I mean, I think Iowa is clearly the better team. And being at home, um, I, I think they, they should win. You know, how decisive it is depends on their tackling. Scott Dockerman from The Athletic joining us on 1700 The Champ. Doc, last thing from me, uh, you wrote over the weekend about the passing game and the continued evolution of what we're seeing out of this team offensively. Is there still more upside of the passing game in your mind? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, you're just seeing growth right now. I mean, you're seeing the last four games, they've gotten better and better and better and more on the same page. Now, Indiana helped them greatly. I don't know what they were thinking, but whoever whoever came up with a defensive plan, um, you know, might want to change occupations (laughs) because they blitzed Nate Stanley repeatedly with six guys, and uh, Iowa's offensive line did a great job of picking them all up, and, and so did the running backs, which gave him time to throw. And then they were on single coverage on everybody practically, but especially the tight ends. Who, who there's no matchup for either one of them that Indiana had. And so when you're trying to single up with T.J. Hawkinson or Noah Fant, you know, <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to pick do. your so, poison. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, you, you might as well just sit back and zone and, mm-hmm. and do some things differently there. Well, but right now, you know, over the last four games, they're averaging 9.8 yards per attempt. That puts them in the top ten nationally. Now, you know, their first two games kind of keeps them down, but. Uh, you know, the way that they're attacking down the field and their play-action passes, they're forcing, they're going to force defenders to have to back out of the box. And that's when they can come back with the run, and the run will be more successful once that happens because teams are still, you know, Indiana tried to run, run blitz. Minnesota tried to do eight in the box. Eventually people are going to say, you know what, we just can't do this, you know, because we're going to get beat because the quarterback and the receivers are on the same page. 
So, yes, the growth is going to be there. They're all still pretty young. Stanley's a junior. You know, you've got Fant's a junior. And Hawkinson Smith and uh, Smith-Marset are all sophomores. So this passing offense um, could be at a much higher level come mid-November than it is right now. Scott Dockerman for The Athletic. Great stuff. Thank you, Doc. Appreciate it. All right, have a good one, yeah, guys. Yeah, good Thanks. to talk to you. One other thing on Maryland, Trent, the mm-hmm. kicker is perfect. Petrino's his ah. last name. Hasn't missed a field goal. Hasn't missed an extra point. Dylan Bounce has never missed an opportunity to come and talk to us when we ask him to do so, and he's here again. Dylan from the Ames Tribune, amestrib.com. Follow Dylan on Twitter, at Dylan Montz. Dylan, Trent, and Ken, uh, good Monday to you, Dylan Montz. How are you? Doing well, and uh, yeah, it's it's always good to be with you guys and talk a little football and then uh, basketball when that rolls around. But uh, like, like I said, always good to be with you. Yeah, we're very grateful. Thank you for doing this for us. Hey, Dylan, um, I want to get kind of take your uh, temperature on this. For me, reading your stuff on Twitter and in the paper and listening to stuff last week, I got the feeling that if Kyle Kemp was healthy prior to the West Virginia game. Campbell might have started him. Um, I th- I think that has to change now, right? I I have to think that Brock Purdy's going to be the guy you hear all the time. Well, you never you lose your you lose your job due to injury. Well, most cases you don't, but you can find some that are out there. I have to think that Brock Purdy has made this pretty cut and dry that it is is his job. But Matt Campbell ultimately is going to make that decision. How will he decide? Yeah, I think it'd be pretty tough not to start Purdy uh, against Texas Tech in two weeks. And I think, um, you know, if he would have played pedestrian or, you know, kind of uh, shown that he got rattled a little bit easier than he does, then I think you go with a veteran guy um, who, who's maybe a little bit safer and can kind of make the, the quick decisions and easy looks that, that you want from that offense. But I think the way he's been able to kind of respond to some of the the um, lower moments, like you talk about earlier in the game, uh, he had that near interception on his first pass. He did throw that really bad pick on on the second, um, and after that, he came in and played really sharp. And there's some things he can clean up, and um, it'll be interesting to see if uh, he keeps pump faking his way down the field. But I, I think just given his poise and the way he's been able to produce, and just his legs that can open up the offense and and kind of allow David Montgomery a little room in the offensive line getting better and kind of maybe suited now to, to what that style play is. I, I think you got to stick with him, and that's not a knock on Kemp or anything, but I think um, that, that's the way the offense has to go. And until he, he does have a down game or a couple down games, um, I think it would be too much of a what-if game if Kemp came back in and, and for some reason the offense reverted or, or struggled. So I, I think Purdy's got to be the guy. The defensive game plan against Will Greer was immaculate. It was uh, unbelievable. Did you see Campbell at the end of the game jumping on Haycock? Yeah. And he's pointing at him, he's smiling. <laughs> on. I wondered who it was, and then he saw it later. That was great. 100 yards passing, 11 Crazy. of 15. He's running for his life throughout the whole football game. Schematically, what, what did you see out of this team? We know they're talented defensively, but the game plan against this West Virginia offense. Yeah, it, it was interesting. I think they, they mixed up a little bit of their defensive fronts with the three down and threw in the four down at times. And um, and I think that can get to them. Obviously, they were able to create some pressure. And, and, the, and Greer, it sounded like, was a little bit gimpy maybe um, going into that game, so he wasn't able to move around as much. But um, I, I think it was a little bit of two things. I think, obviously, the game plan and, and the execution from the defense was, uh, like you said, rock solid. And then 
Um, I think Greer, for for a veteran guy, kind of made some weird decisions at times, holding onto the ball a little bit too long, and that can kind of help those sack numbers rise a little bit. But um, I, I don't think you can take away uh, much credit from Iowa State um, or give enough credit to Iowa State. Uh, the safety blitzes I thought were really effective, and just throw, throwing a few different things at him, maybe that that a lot of different teams um, don't do because uh, that cloud coverage, even last year. Um, you think back to that game, they had a couple big plays, but uh, it seemed like they were able to confuse him a little bit um, in that game, too, and, and held West Virginia to 20 points, which what they, they scored pretty early. So I think um, you know there was a lot of things that went into it, but uh, John Haycock deserves all the credit oh. in the world for the, for the depth he's been able to create and, and what he gets those guys to do. Uh, Dylan, I'm sure you've watched the game back. Trent and I watched it live, and so maybe it's a better question for you, Trent. Did you hear them... T- mentioned Brian Peavy's name once. I didn't. I don't think they threw at him, Dylan. As there I was think a couple, a... two times that I can was think there? of, yeah. Uh, they seem to be shying away from yeah. number 10, Dylan. Um, Peavy had, well, all, the entire secondary had their guys locked down. I guess where I'm going is uh, Will Greer didn't have a lot of options when he was running around trying to make a play. What a job by that secondary. Yeah, and I think even on the touchdown to Sills, um, that wasn't even a bad play or bad coverage by Daytron Young. He I was think right there, really, yeah. That's just really good offense, and obviously those guys have um, had numerous connections where, where they kind of exploited guys, but that, that wasn't bad coverage either. So really, um, they kept them in check pretty well, and I think that was kind of interesting, given that they didn't have Lawrence White, who had been a starter for them, so they had to shift around some guys where um, you know Braxton Lewis moved over to free safety, DeAndre Payne, moved from his corner spot to the star safety, and then Daytron Young came in and got the start of corner. And um, even with all that flux and that change, those guys, it seemed like, were able to kind of stay assignment sound and, and, and really solid in the back end, which, again, is, is a credit to Haycock because he coached the safeties, but also um, all those guys kind of um, is figuring out their roles and figuring them out quick. So many positives. There was a negative, though, and that was mm-hmm. the kicking game. And what we saw out of Connor Asali, the missed extra point coupled with the block kick. And the miss. Trajectory, what, what, what are you looking at there? And with the bye week here, maybe an open competition going into next week? Yeah, it, it's interesting. I, I didn't see what happened from the missed extra point, to be honest. Um, just a weird thing. And then the black field goal, maybe not as much as falls. It looked like the line allowed some guys to get through. And then um, with the with the straight-up miss, it, they, they really haven't asked him to, to make some Long kick. It seems like his range really is just the, the forty end. Yep. Um, and, and I know they talked about Braden Narvison being a guy that has maybe a little bit bigger of a leg, and, and Chris Francis too. But um, that, they haven't really asked Sally to do that much. And I, I don't know if they'll, they'll pull the plug on him necessarily, even though that that, that was uh, by far the, the roughest game that they've had on special teams in a while, in my opinion. But I think um, you know they'll kind of stick with it. And I, th- I think they've kind of evaluated it like that all year long. Is um, you know, as long as they're they're kind of steady there, they're they're going to kind of roll with their guy and and not really um, play the highs and lows. So I, I think he'll be the guy against Texas Tech, but um, certainly some things to figure out and maybe um, you know some strategy things as, as far as when they'll use him and when they'll try to go for it or, or bring in Corey Don. Um, to to punt it on shore fields and things like that, but it, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, last thing for you, Dylan Mont's Ames Tribune. Uh, uh, Dylan will join us on Friday. We'll talk about the you know where we're where the Iowa State is at uh, going forward. Assuming you're going to be around this weekend, Dylan. But you know, I want to ask you about and we make a lot uh, talk a lot about the two tight ends and rightly so over in Iowa City. You brought up Charlie Kohler's name some point in August. 
And I'd never heard of him, so I went to the depth chart because I thought Chase Allen was going to be the guy. But you mentioned Kohler. This kid's really – he's got a bright, bright future, I think. Um, they got to be really excited about Charlie Kohler. we got 45 seconds left, Dylan. Uh, yeah, I think he might even um, – this isn't to take anything away from Chase Allen, but I think he might even be a little bit more talented um, just in the things he did. His size, I think, is kind of what stands out. And Chase is a big kid, and he's packed on weight, but Charlie Kohler is – is a little bit different from him and his athleticism, obviously, to kind of do that spin move and maybe a little bit of a push-off on that touchdown catch to, to create some separation and dive toward the end zone. But they've been really high on him, and, and that was kind of a recruiting win for them, too, because he got an Oklahoma State offer late, and his brother plays there. So um, they plucked him out of his home state to, to bring him up, and they were pretty excited about what he can, he can do for him for sure. Thank you, Dylan. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yep, talk to you on Friday. Uh, Dylan Moss didn't even mention the offensive line, Trent Condon, which, which they are indeed improving. That's for certain. The ISU Coaches Game Day Show. Nothing but Cyclones. Four hours before select Iowa State football games on 1700. The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Ribbondale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash Urbandale. Carrie Hands Food Pantry serves the residents of Southeast Polk School District as well as all of Bondurant and Pleasant Hill. If you live in this area or use the school system and find yourself in need of additional food at this time, come in Mondays or Wednesdays between 3 and 6 or on Tuesday, Thursday, or Friday between 11 and 1. You will need to bring in an ID for each member of your family and a piece of mail postmarked and delivered to you for each adult over 18 in order to register. There are no income requirements, no checking of employment, nor need to be signed up for any government or church charity program we are here to help if you need food we have it for you caring hands has been serving the southeast polk area for more than 20 years and is funded by charitable contributions from those of us in the community check out their website at caringhandsiowa.org individuals and businesses with tax problems listen carefully if you owe over ten thousand dollars in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns u.s tax shield can help you take back control the irs can seize your bank accounts garnish your paycheck close your business and file criminal charges our team of tax attorneys can stop collections and get you protected u.s tax shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today u.s tax shield is a plus rated with the bbb so call 800-466-9625 u.s tax shield 800-466-9625 Brought to you by Capital City Motor Company, a dealer for the people who believes that everyone deserves to drive a nicer, newer car today. Visit Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University off of I-235 or online at ApprovedByJoe.com, ApprovedByJoe.com, ApprovedByJoe.com. A garage door is the largest moving part in your entire house. So it's important to keep it working smoothly, especially as winter approaches. At Advanced Door Systems, we service all garage door brands, even if you do not purchase the door from us. Visit our website ads-doors.com that's ads-doors.com to learn more about us and the garage door and opener services we offer advanced door systems the right door the right way 
Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. You can help plant the seeds of hope in the heartland. Imagine how an at-risk child's life can change when one small act of kindness leads to an entirely different path. Wildwood Hills Ranch is transforming the lives of at-risk children, one heart and one child at a time, through year-round character, leadership, and teamwork training. Frederick Douglass was right. It is better to build strong children than repair broken men. Help forge a path by sponsoring an at-risk child today. Learn more by visiting wildwoodhillsranch.com. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartland Flags. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with a print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Our final segment here, thanks to Scott Dockerman from The Athletic and Dylan Montz from the Ames Tribune. Uh, let's, um, well, recap the show, Trent. And in fact, you know what? Let's not recap the show. Let's predict what's going to happen tonight. And let's predict what's going to happen with your bankroll tonight. Okay. Um, will you play the baseball game that starts at 6.30, right? So 6.30, first pitch, NLCS game three, 7.15, kickoff at Lambeau Field. I feel like the Brewers are a better team. Brewers are the team that I like more. So mm-hmm. if I was going to take a wager, it would probably be there. Okay. Not a strong conviction, though. Do you think that the Dodgers, because this has been the consensus out there, that Craig Council is going to have to switch things up as far as moving guys, bringing guys in a different portion of the game perhaps, or a different part of the Dodgers lineup, because they're starting to uh, get some familiarity with these uh, guys coming out of the bullpen. That's exactly what's happening in the American League uh, with the way they're handling it in Houston. Um, you like Milwaukee tonight, though, to go up 2-1? So that's your final answer? Mm, what do we got? Shasin against Bueller. Bueller's good, Trent. 
He is. I like Bueller. She's, she's been, been good, good too. Yeah. Yes, she has. I agree. I'll take a flyer. Take half, a flyer? Half unit on the brew, Kurt. Okay, what about the Monday night game? Of course, if you can't be in front of your TV tonight, you have to be out and about or you're at work and you have a radio at work. Uh, we've got the game here on 1700, the champ. Um, <laughs> you have an opinion? What's the number? Like nine? nine. It's, nine. it's too Don't, many points. It's, I agree. It's too many points. Green base, Trent, I don't think they're that good. I agree with you. I, I just think it's way too many here. So because of that... Yeah, I'm going to jump aboard here, mm-hmm. and I'm going to play the Niners and normally unit play mm-hmm. on this one and see where we go. I need a big night out of uh, a Devontae Adams. Win my fantasy game. Oh, do you? Yeah. So he's an ulterior member. So if you lose your bet, maybe you can win your fantasy game yeah, he'll have at the same time. Three, three catches, 28 uh, yeah, yards. Yeah. Your <laughs> biggest takeaway from the NFL this week was what? Oh, oh boy. Biggest is Dallas away. back? No. Is Jacksonville bad? Yes. I'm starting to think so too. Yeah. Uh, what has happened? To that? It's bad. It, it's all it is. Yeah, but I agree with you. But the defense was bad yesterday too. Jalen Ramsey did not have a good game. Jalen Ramsey. There was, and it's Cole Beasley we're talking about. Mm-hmm. He made a business decision not to try and stop Cole Beasley. I can understand getting out of the way for Rob Gronkowski. Right. Right. But it's Cole Beasley. Make a tackle. At least try to make a tackle. You know, one of the big things that I look at, I've liked this Chargers team. We talked about them a lot during the summer. I I was all in. I thought they were the Mm -hmm. best team in the division. Are they the third best team in the AFC as we speak? Baltimore or Pittsburgh or Cincy? Fourth best team in football. That's a really talented team, and mm-hmm. Des King going off again. A couple more interceptions. Mm-hmm. It's still it's still stupid. How so, did you so last power rank the? Down? I agree. Power rank the AFC in your mind. New England. You put them over the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. That defense is just so bad. Like we talked They're about terrible. earlier. Terrible. They're terrible. So New England one, yeah. Kansas City two, Chargers three Chargers in the AFC. Three. Yeah, for you. Yeah. And then there's three teams in the AFC North. Cincinnati, Pittsburgh. Don't you? Why do you? Why will you not give Baltimore the credit they deserve? I don't believe in Joe Flacco. Well, you're not alone. I don't believe in Joe. But they're four and two. Cincinnati's four and two. Steelers three, two and one. Yes, yes. That's that's my biggest hangup. You're. You think this Ravens team can get to a Super Bowl? I think that defense is really good. But to be fair, I thought the Jags' defense was really good. Yeah. Well, it might not even be a fair question because with New England and Kansas City. Pretty clear delineation between them. I think so. I I do. I mean, look at Pat Mahomes, Trent. Uh, yes, Brady got the best of them, I guess, last night. I mean, I get that they're not on the field at the same time, but Brady's team got the best of a really bad defense. Uh, Mahomes' uh, lights never brighter than in that game. It was the game of the year, I think, so far. It was clearly like playing in your backyard. It's getting dark. Last touchdown wins. Is it clear in the NFC one and two? Rams, New Orleans? Uh, Rams for sure. Well, the New Orleans-Vikings matchup will go a long way yes. to that answer. And that's in two weeks. I think the Vikings have the Jets, then the Saints. Sounds right. I know. It's I believe the, it is. It's the Jets this week, I know. Jets and then the Saints the following week. I'm yes. pretty sure. At home. Um, Sunday night football. You're not sold on the Saints defense? Not yet, no. Are you sold on the Vikings defense? Even Not as a, sold as I was this summer. Yeah, right. Still concerns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There. Still concerns with your mic too, just to let you know. Of course. Uh, yeah, I think you probably those are those are the three teams. But look, we've got a lot of football left to play. We're only six weeks into it, but uh, it was great yesterday. So that that mm-hmm. game last night was uh, was 
you know, he hated your weekend to come to an end, but I was looking forward to it all all weekend long, and it certainly didn't disappoint. It was back and forth and back and forth, and what a football game. So, Sony Michelle's really good. Mm-hmm. That offensive line's pretty good. I think so, yeah. They, they, for the most part, protected Brady. Defense is slow, though. Yes. If that game is the AFC Championship game... Take the over. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, think if we, if we get those two teams again in Saints-Rams in an NFC Championship game. Mm. I mean, we're looking A lot totals. of points. A lot of points. Creeping to 60? Yeah, the Rams' defense is legit, though. The Rams' defense is legit. With the, You get Tlaib back there. Peterson, yeah, Tlaib's right. man in the corners. That's a different defense. Look, yep. Denver... Denver um, they did all right against them. Mm-hmm. You know their defense played pretty well. Yes, I get the fact that Gurley went over two hundo, but for the most part, uh, they held the rounds below their scoring average. Again, uh, that's the NFL story. The story of the weekend for me was just the fact that we legitimately have two good football teams in this state. Yep. One in Iowa City and one in Ames. The Hawks are now ranked. Nate Stanley coming off just a tremendous, tremendous game with all those touchdown passes. Iowa State's defense completely taking Will Greer and that potent West Virginia offense completely out of sync and shut them down. Uh, we've got two really good football teams in this state, Trent Condon. The upside for both teams. What What's best case scenario where can they get to? Yeah. Well, I, I think the Wisconsin-Michigan uh, game opened up some eyes. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I was out of this thing. Look, if they go to Happy Valley and beat Penn State, I think they're going to Indianapolis. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, as far as Iowa State goes, what's left on their schedule, Texas Tech is better than anybody thought, but mm-hmm. uh, Iowa State has a defense. We'll see. they got a couple of weeks to prepare for, for Texas Tech. And it's a home. And it's at home, and that goes a long way. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, you saw the fan base on Saturday night. Um, the Texas game is not going to be easy, but I don't think that Texas is head and shoulders above Iowa State in any area. I just don't. If, I um, If Iowa State wins out, are they playing in Dallas? Yes. And oh, incarnate word. <laughs> that game is canceled. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. I wonder why. I, I never... Incarnate word gets gets paid. They get the full check? I don't know about the full check, but they have to, because they backed out of a game to do this, remember. There's got to be some kind yeah, of Yeah, there's language. That, I don't know if they'll get the whole thing. I thought I saw that at some point. Yeah. And I, at the time I saw it, it was early in the year, and Iowa State's beginning of September was so discombobulated. Mm-hmm. thought, well, I don't have to pay attention to this because this won't factor into it. <laughs> right. Look, Trent, I said at the beginning of the year that this is the best Iowa State team I thought, felt that I'd ever seen in the 23 years I've been on the air. Yep. Didn't think there was going to be proven right, but again, the start, you throw it out the window, right? When you lose week yep. one, completely lose, not lose on the field in week one, but you lose week one, uh, it's, it's, you're not running the same course as everybody else. So we got two really good teams in the state, two teams that are going to be bowl eligible, two teams that are going to go to nice bowls, I think. And could be really nice. Iowa, I mean, they keep winning. I know. That, that's getting the cart well ahead of the Pasadena? Yeah. It's in play, right? I th- if if they play Ohio State and Ohio State you know, runs the table and they're part of the uh, of the playoff, and they will be if that's the if that scenario plays out, the team that represents the West. And the other two opportunities would be the Access Bowls to either the Fiesta mm-hmm. or the Peach Bowl. Okay, and Michigan would get the other slot, I would mm-hmm. think, right? Yeah, because it's not like the old days of the BCS where only two teams from each conference could get in, right. three or even four right. could get to the major six games uh, with the right break. So a real opportunity mm-hmm. there. Well, get, the, get Iowa State off the 26th of December because that was the that was seemingly the spot that most people had targeted them from. Mm-hmm. If they're going to make it to a bowl, they're going to be 6-6 six and six or 7-5 and five and they're playing on the 26th. I don't think that's fair to the fan base. 
you know, you get, that's asking a lot to, to mm-hmm. you know, unless they're bringing the whole family with you uh, to wherever the bowl game is going to be played for Christmas. But anyways, long way to go. A lot of football to be played. Uh, we're halfway through the season. That's the downside. But the upside is we still got a lot of football to be played. All right. This afternoon. Uh, well, you and Jimmy B are coming up here next. Mm-hmm. Do you have plans? Uh, we got Tom Caker stopping by. We'll talk okay. to Hawkeyes with him. But just an hour. So a lot of Jimmy B and me just back and forth and having a good time. All right. Then from four until six, I think a lot of people are anxious to hear how you and uh, Wolfgang are going to sound together. We've certainly heard you guys uh, in uh, segments over the years having a conversation, but it's different now. You're going to spend two hours with them Monday through Friday. Unless he gets kicked out of the studio for Which annoying me. could happen, yeah. um, or for other reasons, <laughs> which scares me a little bit more. But um, what are you guys going to talk about today? What do you got planned? Well, we got uh, just two guests lined up in the show, about 425. Steve Dace will be with us. We'll talk a lot of college football, obviously, with Dace. And then the 5 o'clock hour, John Miller. So a couple of... Uh, the places that Wolfgang kind of got to start calling mm-hmm. into those shows. Uh, he is going to be joining us, uh, those two guys, during 425, 525 or so with both of them. Good stuff. Well, good luck to you guys. Thank you. Should Move be fun. Move the needle here on 1700 The Champ. Again, it's all sports. No more of this uh, financial programming for 12 hours a day. Dave Ramsey does a really nice job, but it just didn't fit, I don't think. And mm-hmm. uh, we're glad that we no longer have that as a lead-in. Trent and I are back tomorrow at 11. 11 to 1 for the Ken Miller Show with Trent Condon. Jimmy B and TC from 1 until 2. The Drive with Trent Conan and Wolfgang every Monday through Friday from 4 until 6. On 1700 The Champ, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Hey, it's Taz. And I'm the Moose. Join us for our brand new morning show every weekday morning, Taz. That's right, from 5 to 8 a.m. on 1700 The Champ. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign-in lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at charterhouseiowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's charterhouseiowa.com. 
Porterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100th Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. I'm Jim Cook, brewer of Sam Adams. We brew Boston Lager inefficiently. The expensive imports, faster, efficient, and cheap. We age Sam Adams for more than a month and use only heirloom hops. Glorious inefficiency in every sip. The Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Save the flavor responsibly. On this episode of the world's shortest sitcom by KFC. Like I always say, it's the inside that counts. Like what's inside my new KFC 10-piece chicken feast. It's 10 pieces of chicken, two large mashed potatoes, and four biscuits for $19.99. Get more meal for the family for under $20. That's what really matters. <laughs> it's pretty incredible what chicken can teach you about life. Anyways, KFC, it's finger looking good. At participating KFCs, prices may vary. Tax and substitutions extra. I'm Jim Cook, brewer of Sam Adams. We live in a fast food culture. Big brewers make faster beer. At Sam Adams, we brew slow beer. Each batch of Boston Lager takes more than a month. Costs more, but slow beer tastes better. The Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Save the flavor responsibly. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to Restore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, and hope. So donate, shop, 